Welcome to episode six of the Two Beards podcast. And this week is a very special week. I have the privilege of being joined by two Aaron's. I've got my usual ginger prick with me. Hello, mate. <laughs> so rude. And then I've got the Peterborough Hotshot. Aaron McLean, how are we, sir? I'm good, guys. Yourself? Yeah, not too bad, thank you, mate. Listen, before we get into the podcast, yeah, I just need to say something to you. I want to look in your ads when I tell you this, yeah? <laughs> don't add me on your story. Don't put me on your story. <laughs> and don't send me a fucking request. Oh, shit. <laughs> how are you going to add me to your story, but not follow, neither? You've got to earn the right, I think. No, I'll talk to you, pal, when mate. did I do that today? Yeah, no, don't look, look at him. <laughs> no, do you know what? Yeah, I've got an excuse. I've actually got an excuse. Because I'd put out a... Um, I'd already put out a post today, hadn't I? So I was just literally rushing through. And then I see you put the post there. You was being so polite. You was being polite. I quickly thought, right, let me just quickly repost it. And then just totally forgot. But I will. As soon as we finish this, I probably still won't add you. But yeah. <laughs> give, give it a week or two. <laughs> See what the numbers we'll see are like. See, we'll see what the numbers are like. I'll just slide in his DMs every day. Like, are you going to do this yet or what? Hi, babes. <laughs> are you going to do this or what? So before we head into the stuff that we want to talk about, Aaron, tell the fans, all your people out there, how you actually know Aaron, how this has come about and it's not just a blue tick brigade. Um, so me and Aaron met through mutual friends. Like this is like faces years ago days ago and we all used to go out yeah look at him you're out yeah, for the yeah. rave already Love it, mate. um and that was it it was just like a mutual what's happening how are you drink boozing he was obviously trying to chirp up all the birds and being a pro football player he left the scraps to everyone else um yeah and then, and then from there as we've as we've got old and decrepit we've managed to well i i like to think that i've tapped him up to come and play for my vets team before COVID happened, and then uh, comes in, plays like three games, scores thirty-three goals, <laughs> and uh, but it's it's good because you come up against defenders, and it's like they'll come up to you and they're like, "Is that is that Aaron McLean?" Like, yeah. What Peterborough? Yeah. How? Yeah. I don't want to play anymore. <laughs> Oh, that ain't your fucking pipe, mate. Yeah, there you go. Eight nil, and I feel like coming off at our fucking time. Okay, yeah. But yeah, so that's a uh, that's how it is, and yeah, the the friendship has blossomed. So how good is he at football, mate? It's good because he gives it large, you know. No, he really decent, does mate. give. He he's really decent. does give it large. Listen, he's he's decent, and bearing in mind, I've not seen him play. I've not seen him play since until Ever. my first game. Yeah. So for I a was big lad, surprised. I move like Jan Mulby. Comes in every week with he's telling me about his cultured left foot at centre half. I am. Listen, if I was four stone light, light I'd be left back. But Don't what I, the problem yeah. is, is there's a vets tick. How come I've never been invited? I'm counting as vets now. You're 32. Um, what's vets age? What type? What age you got 35. You can't even have like you know. You, I'm sure you can't even have a um, like a you know one that can play under. No, I think it's strictly 35s. 35s? Oh, yeah. I've got a while left yet. Yeah, you've got ages. Yeah, you're in your prime, if anything. Yeah, I'm not mate, so I spend too much time in phases when it opens. <laughs> Al, do you, uh, do you enjoy the vets football? I do. Yeah? I do, mate. Yeah, it's a good crack. It's like... And the thing is, so, obviously, you'd said to me about it, Steve Arden yep. was on to me. And at first, I've got to say, it was Steve that... Steve brought me over, first of all. And you weren't there that week. No, oh, yeah, yeah, and I went. And then I'd spoke to you, and yeah. you was like, oh, yeah, come over and play. And I've, I didn't clock that it was the same, same team. Same team, yeah. And then when I got there the next week and I see you there, I was thinking, 
It's too good to be I'm true, isn't it? To swear, aren't I? Yeah, of course you can. <laughs> Tell me what you want. Am I allowed to swear? <laughs> oh, yeah. Bloody hell. So then, obviously, yeah, I got there and then realised, put two and two together, realised it's the same team. And, mate, it's just a great bunch of lads, isn't it? Yeah, it's, a, it's a proper, like, old school sort of, like, pissing your boots type thing, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. And listen, it's not too, too serious, yeah. but it's serious enough that you go out there and you ain't. You ain't going out there. So you don't see so the thing is you don't mind sort of leaving as you as we know, like you've got a like a little one, you don't mind taking your Saturdays up still and like leaving the house at eleven o'clock and not getting home till six, seven. Um and like as you say, it's it's serious, but then it's not too serious because it's like you enjoy it. Um but yeah, we're in line to win the treble with the COVID. So how serious do you take it when you get over there? He does, mate. I take it serious because I want to win. Yeah. I, I can't stand losing regardless of what I'm doing. So once I'm, if I'm going to turn up, then I'm turning up to win. I ain't turning up to just fucking go through the motions. Yeah, and fuck around. Get beat by some fucking. Did the other centre half just think, you know what, I'm hitting this fucker first of all. Do you know what? As soon as he hits the ball, <laughs> whack, I'm in there. Do you know what? We, pl- we played, I've, I've, oh, where was it? Where the fuck did we play? Was it Barking on that Astro turf, like the 3G? Yeah, walloped from behind, like, like crunch after crunch after crunch. And I know that was Shenfield. That was Shenfield. I think we actually won about 13 nil or 13 mm. one. And uh, he got booted the living daylights out of, but he just carried on, carried that's on. That's the thing that I don't on. miss about playing though. I don't miss just constantly getting booted up in the air when, when they can't get the ball. It's, I feel it for the rest of the week. It mm. takes me till Friday for the, for the whole week, I'm thinking, mate, I ain't going to make it to Saturday. I can't play again Saturday. By Friday, I'm just about starting to feel all right. And then fucking go through it all again. On Groundhog the next day. day. Yeah. Shambles. Mm. But I, if, it was, if, I, if I was playing against him, I would straight away, as soon as he got the ball, I think I'm hitting him. I, 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 I know he's going to take me out, but I'm going to hit him no, first. No, no. <laughs> he's, but he's like a pocket rocket as well. Like, powerful as fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you've seen, I've seen some centre-halves obviously in his pro days and all mm. that, but he's seen some big centre-halves now. And remember, Vets football is quite uh, extra large, extra, extra large yeah. in the shirt sizes department. Um, I've seen people hit him and they just bounce off, off him. You wouldn't catch him. Yeah, you look, I'm not going to lie, you do look like you're a little bit built. But you'd get you'd get the ump so much, you, you're one of those players that would end up chewing your face. Like you got the ump and like you'd probably start eating grass. Because <laughs> there's something... Mentally not right with you. I'd be like, mate, I'm coming off, mate. I'm coming off. Yeah, but then as you're coming off, you've got a long way just to try and fucking clump him. Yeah. Just, a, just a little... Just a sim bin, just, Rev. Just leave it in the back oh, of the sim bin. Yeah, oh. the sim... And they bad, aren't they? That's the one thing that I don't like about vets football. What do you mean? There's what? a sim yeah. bin. What do you mean So I've been sim bin... How many times? I've been sim bin once. Cup? Yeah, if you, uh, definitely... I think two. Yeah, not in the no, same actually, game, but you... A sim bin? Yeah, Yeah, so listen, yeah. The first time, the refs just... The refs are poor anyway. <laughs> so I've just told the ref about himself a little bit. Next thing is like, right, you're off in the Simbin. I'm like, what are you talking about Simbin, mate? He's like, no, nah, yeah, 10 minutes Simbin. So I'm looking around to the lad saying, what's he talking about Simbin? What's a Simbin? Mate, I had to go and fucking stand on the side of the pitch for 10 minutes. <laughs> you know like you're in like the PE, like you've kid. just beat someone up in PE? Literally like a naughty boy standing on the side of the pitch waiting for him to say I can come back on. But I must say, do you know what? Because, yet yeah, again, not blowing smoke up his ass, but the level he's played at, you think he ain't going to put up with this anymore. Yeah. And we're all like, oh, Aaron, please don't leave. <laughs> please don't leave. But yeah, comes back on, bangs that trick. There you go, ref. Nah, that's good crap. Do you ever say, do you know who I am? 
Nah, I can't do that. I would, mate. I'd walk on that, that pitch. Do you know what I fucking the am? You is, silly fat bastard. Yeah, yeah. To these lads, I do, because they fucking give it to me constantly. Yeah, yeah. I'm constantly getting grief off these lot. So every now and again, I have to throw in, like, played in the Prem, fucking all these promotions, this, that, and the other. Do you know what I mean? hundred and odd goals and all that. Just 147, but no one's yeah, counting. Yeah, I mean, yeah. 76. But, uh, yeah, gone. I think it's a leveller, isn't it? Once you get to this age, it's a bit of a leveller, mate. But I think, I think at this age, in especially... When you turn to vets football, as soon as you hit sort of 35, you've got to start. I mean, you're naturally fit anyway, but you've got to keep on top of your fitness. And yeah. You've just got to keep your body moving. People do other things. People take up cycling, other sports like squash. I've got a couple of pals that play indoor squash. Um, but definitely when you start getting to this age and into your early 40s, you've mm. just got to get your body ticking over. Because if you don't, that's when the problems start You occurring. don't do anything else, do you? you just do I just do the football. What about you? Do you do anything else sport? Not really, not really. I was doing like workouts and stuff religiously for for a period of time, but I'd not done anything. I was the thing is because I was at Peterborough for the last two years. I'd been first team coach at Peterborough. Yeah, <clears throat> so I was in every day, training more or less. You know, joining in with the lads and doing a little bit in the gym and stuff. So it was fine for me just keeping myself active. Then once I'd left there, I was literally just went on to doing a few of the home workouts and stuff. Yeah, through lockdown. Then hit a period where I've done nothing. I so, think everyone's like that, though. Yeah, it's going to be a culture shock. Golf, lads, please. Golf. Come on, all footballers play golf. Do you know what? I tried to play golf, mate. I'm terrible. Really? Yeah. I am stinking. Absolutely zero techers. If you think I've got no techers <laughs> in football, you should see me play golf. Mate. I've got all the gear. Like, look the. I look the absolute bollocks. If you see me, I've got. I'll show you a picture. Yeah. All pinged up, yeah, Callaway up. We're going to have to see this. Because yeah. he's, he's your golf man. Like, he, he loves I'll his golf. I'll dig a picture out for you. I'll look the bollocks, mate. Yeah. You see me fucking put a club in my hand. You, I look like I'm trying to play baseball. <laughs> Absolute fucking shit. <laughs> but you don't, people don't realise how hard it actually is, do they? It's they hard. think you're just going to get up there and swing your arms and it's not. I've, I, I think I, I close my eyes on the point of impact. Go away, Aaron. I do. What do you mean you close your eyes? Do you know when you swing and you just like hit, you want to hit it so hard that you tense so up? Do you close your eyes when you're going up for an header and all? See, pussy. It does. Yeah, see. Yeah, but I win every header. I'm like Murtasack. I don't even jump up. I don't. You're just a stiff arm. He's just wait there. And just talk shit. I'm mate. He just mate. He just. Pear. <laughs> of all people to <laughs> say as well. I know. Just because I can't move <laughs> like per per per. I'm not going to say Vincent, am I? You talk absolute shit. So, Al, you know you said you was obviously coaching at Peterborough and that, and then I've been speaking about this with you for a, a long time, about players, especially young players, coming up from the lower leagues into the premiership. How much quality have you seen down there from the younger lads that just don't get the chance to move up to the top straight away? There's loads. There's loads of players that you look at and you think, given the right opportunity, they'd go and flourish at a higher level. Mm. But that's English football. The higher you go up, it's it's harder for English players to, to get an opportunity because there's so much pressure on teams to stay in the Premier League. They're given so much money mm. and it's the in thing is to go out and buy foreigners. Mm. You know, listen, nothing against it because some of the best players in the, in the Premier League are the foreign players. But there's such a, a vast amount of them now that the opportunities for the younger players and the, the young English players... Is, is few and far between. So, do you think they can get disheartened quite easily, and then and then when they get like a knockback or whatever, get released from a club, it's then like, oh, like what's the point? Yeah, I think it's. I think we see it all the time, and you look at some players. There's not many Phil Foden's. 
or Marcus Rashford's who are going to be able to get into their club sides <clears throat> and go and flourish. There's not many. Mm. So then they end up either having to filter down into the championship, which, don't get me wrong, makes the championship even better. And then filtering down makes League One better and, and has a knock-on effect that way. Or they decide, all right, well, we're just going to go somewhere else and play mm. our trade and, and end up going abroad, which a lot of them are I was going to say they go abroad, don't they? Yeah, yeah. A, lot of, a lot of them are doing it now because there's that young boy at Bayern Munich the one who Chelsea let go and the other night, I think he, he scored, didn't he, to be the youngest ever scorer in the Champions yes. League, the English yeah. fella, the English boy, Musielli, Musielli. Mm. And he looks an absolute player, but he was released, went abroad, and now look, look at him, he's flourishing. But yeah. I've said to you for ages about the big teams in the Premiership mm. who just don't look, for me, in the Championship anywhere near enough because some of the talent down there is ridiculous. In the Championship, yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, but, but then if you look at Arsenal and look at the, some of the young players like Reese Nelson and, and things like that, when you, when you see... Arsenal bringing in Pepe for 72 million quid. It, he hasn't hit the ground running. He's not a 72 million pound player, in my opinion, and probably yours as well. But then, or do you think he's worth 72 million pounds? We're not here to talk about that. We're here to All talk right. about All right. Well, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, players like Reese Nelson and like Joe Willock and that, they're probably thinking, like, I've grew up with Arsenal, Arsenal on my team, and I'm just going to be farmed out on loan to your, to your, to your lesser teams. And then, Pepe's going to be here and he's probably going to get a fucking big money move somewhere else and not give a two fucks about yeah. Arsenal or whatever. So I'm getting the hunt now. Yeah, being we'll an be, Arsenal we'll, fan. We'll, we'll be all right with him, mate. This is what he's, you know, every week he's the most negative person ever. We win flat 3 0 when he'll complain about it. It's so negative. It's unbelievable. Arsenal fans for you, mate. Like, it is, isn't it? Yeah. It's fucking I'm not. I'm positive. I mean, I ain't going to lie. That's Arsenal fan TV is fucking brilliant because Arsenal fans constantly moan. Mm doesn't matter. Doing well, moan. Fucking having one, fucking moan. <laughs> Just constantly moan, mate. I must admit, I think I'm the only... I don't moan, do I? Uh, no, I don't think you do. I always try I've not heard you... I've not heard... Minority. Yeah. I've I'm not heard minority. you moan, moan. Look, I get, as I've said to you before, I get frustrated mm. more than anything. Because I... I ex, not I expect, but I think that players can do no, so much expect. more. You do expect. Arsenal fans expect... Arsenal to be the Arsenal Up everyone there. used to yeah, know. Yeah. They're, They're not that now. Don't yeah, exist. That, that, no. That's because they've all got a sense of entitlement. And no, fo- no, 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 no. It's not me. Don't get me mixed up with like a fucking Liverpool fan. <laughs> no, but, no, but yeah, because all Arsenal fans, listen, all Arsenal fans think it, oh, we should be in the top four. Says who? Why no, I, I, no, I, I don't think that. No, we are, we are way off even a fucking top six side. Mm. But what I'm saying is, is that some of the fucking players in our, in our squad that I expect a bit more from. Why, why are you start? Why are you trying to dig? You me fucking for? digging why me out trying, about it, and I'm telling you, you my I'm fucking not digging points. Digging you out. I'm making a point, but you are. You do dig out majority. You are very negative about the players. Okay, Al. Growing up, who was your team? Who was the team you supported and who you loved? So, <clears throat> from like young, young, I wasn't. I never really supported a team, but my dad supported Liverpool. Mm-hmm. So that was the team up until I'd say like nine, ten. Till I could actually pick, pick your own, team. yeah. Then I followed Chelsea. Yeah, I was like, I played for Chelsea from ten to sixteen. Yeah, and when when you're a kid at Chelsea, you're able to be you're like your ball boy for all the games and yeah. stuff like that. So I just fell in love with Chelsea from that moment onwards. I was like, this is my team, and I've just always followed them ever since. Um, 
don't get me wrong, when I got released from Chelsea. Heartbreak, <laughs> heartbreaking. Little period. Yeah. I wasn't too, yeah, was too keen. You wanted Chelsea. to get relegated and everything, didn't you? <laughs> he was digging but, that Liverpool shirt back out. Yeah. <laughs> Dad? But yeah, yeah. I followed them. But in terms of actual players, when I was a kid, I always just followed players. Yeah. So Alan Shearer, Ian Wright were my two. Like I had a Blackburn Rovers shirt. Wow. With Alan Shearer on the back. Like when I was a kid. That's How'd you get hold of that? I don't even know. I think my mum must have bought it for me. Because that's not in fucking Intersport down no, here, is it? mate, I don't even know. I don't even know. I think, do you know what? I think actually I went abroad somewhere. I must have been gone abroad or somewhere with a team because I remember I bought the Borussia Dortmund kit as well. Yeah, remember nice. The, the Bright, yeah, luminous yeah, yellow, yeah, yeah. yeah. The proper one. Used to wear it every single day. Like, I think by the end it was like, it weren't luminous anymore. It was just like brown <laughs> and black. <laughs> a brown, a brownie luminous and, and black, but. Yeah, Shearer and Ian Wright were my two absolute heroes, and even to this day, like they're my, they're the two greatest strikers. Yeah. Do you find that a lot with professional players? Because I've a couple of them that I've spoken to, and I say to them, oh, "Who did you support as youngster?" They always say the same thing as you. It was more a player yeah. that they idolized. They loved. Do you, find, yeah. do you find that with professionals? It was more of they looked at a player as opposed to a club. I think so. I think it's just because, I, for me as a as a player, and wanting to be a professional footballer. As I got older, I looked and I thought, right, the position that I play in, those are the two, for me, were the two of the best. Mm. Now, don't get me wrong, as I got older and I realised there's your, your Andy Coles and your Kevin Phillips and those players, but these two were already, they were my idols. Mm. Shearer, Ian Wright were my idols. So that's all I really focused on. The rest of it was just, you follow it because you... Everyone has you're to follow in, yeah. a team. Yeah, yeah, of course. You're kind of pressured, aren't you? As yeah, a kid, yeah. You're Who's your team? Who's your team? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah of course. You're pressured to follow in a team. So, at the time, I was I was at Chelsea. Yes, Chelsea is the team that I go and watch. And if you don't, like, I had mates who used to support Man United and Liverpool, and, I'm, and everyone used to be like, well, when did you ever watch Man United? How many Man United games have you been to? Yeah. How many Liverpool yeah, yeah, games? How many times you've gone to Anfield and yeah, all that? Yeah, yeah. Now, when someone says to me, oh, you support Chelsea, dear. Oh, so when, when did you support them now? I mean, well, John Spencer was there and Get, yeah. uh, Mark Steen yeah. Mark Steen do you know what I mean so no one can ever come at me yeah like, of because course because I was when we were shit yeah caravans on the fucking yeah. pitch as well <laughs> I supported them when we were shit so mm. now we're still not great now but when we went through our, our uh, decent period no one could really come at me with that no yeah yeah definitely <sighs> Chelsea that's bad isn't it what oh. do you actually think of them now then I like Chelsea I like them I feel we've gone through a period of where we spent loads of money won everything now all of a sudden everyone else has caught caught up with us or man city have overtaken us Liverpool they're doing that sort us. of same model mm. were not they like every couple of years probably chop and change do you know what i was actually happy when we couldn't sign any players yeah and we had to use the young players i was actually happy because at chelsea for so long that never happened you know Going back, all the way back to, to my younger age group, yeah, you had your John Terry's and your Jody Morris, and a few of them would creep through. Yeah. But there was such an influx of foreigners coming through at Chelsea. And even now, like, the, you look at the younger ones. So who was manager when you were there? Was it Hoddle? Hullet? Hullet was there. Um, I think Hoddle was there as well, actually. I can't even remember. And then Viali, wasn't it? Viali, mate, he was fucking brilliant, mate. Who, Viali? Actually, yeah, I couldn't imagine. Anyway. As a person, or just like a striker, seeing him in training, just a striker. You know when, like, see again when when we're talking about foreigners coming over, he just came over with a presence, just mm. like he just like, adds an aura about him. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like my greatest is fucking Zola. 
Zola, everything about him. Everything was he that good? Mate, the best. Yeah. The best. And I never got to see nowhere near as much as I would have liked to have seen of him close up, close Mm. up. Because if I had not got released when I did, and I'd have even just signed like YTS forms for an extra year or two. Oh, mate, I would have been... You've been in the mix and then watching him being admiring, yeah. I would have literally been fucking right there next to him watching him, taking in everything. Let me clean your boots, please, Gianfranco. Watching him on a match day and just seeing the way he glides around and Andy's work rate was fucking... It was second to none. I I think he was underrated. It was Ola. Yeah, I I do, because people talk about Cantona as being... The main, like, let's say, at number ten role, and then obviously got we got like Burkamp and that. But I think Zola, because if you put Zola in, let's say the Ranieri into the Mourinho early years, mm-hmm. I think you would you would have seen a, a, a Zola would have been like appreciated a bit more. I think. Yeah, definitely. It, the time when Zola was at his best, the team around him wasn't. Mm. So if you'd have put him in a team a few years later. You would, yeah. You would have seen fucking. He was probably it, ahead of his time a little bit, wasn't he? To be fair, right. He was yeah. ahead of the. He was ahead of the club. Yeah, 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 yeah. By far, he was. He was ahead of where Chelsea were at, but he was. He made Chelsea what they were, and they still they were still able to go and go and win a trophy. But the, it the started with Zola, him, sort yeah, of thing. It yeah, started with him, but the players around him were never at the same level that he was at. No. So, who's the best player you've played with? Not in, not enjoyed, but ability best, wise. Yeah, ability wise, I have to say Tom Addison. Oh, there you go. Oh, I have to say Tom. Tom just technically was just fucking brilliant, man. He is ab- <laughs> like an absolute joy, and he. I fucking hate that I'm saying it. Actually, it's because he's gonna see this. He watches. He watches as well. Fucking, he tells me he watches. Yeah, there fucking with his massive head on his Peloton <laughs> bike on his Pel- on his Swift. Sorry. But, mate, in terms of just as a cultured footballer, and his technique was fucking unbelievable. He's just a joy to play with. And you knew you could make a run, left foot, right foot, fucking grass. It don't matter. Clip over the top, whatever, he could find you. Mm. So, yeah, I'd I'd have to say Tom. Best player you played against? Rio. Rio, I only played against, I never actually played against him in a league game. But I played against him in in a friendly and he was just fucking... Who was that for? For Peterborough. Yeah. And he just, mate, he, he was a Rolls Royce, mate. Yeah. He never got himself into a, a situation. Yeah. Because he'd just read the game so well. So if you made a run, he's already he's already dropped off and made that run before you. And then if he if he does get too tight and you manage to spin, he can fucking open up anyway. So he'll just fucking get the fucking guns out. I am by you. <laughs> And then he'll probably just fucking do a little quiff, maybe chuck a little drag in and yeah. zing a fucking 60-yarder to, to Tevez or something like that. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah Carlos, hold that down. Hold that, that. guys. Ezzy, so, come on, come back on side. Come here. Yeah, he was, he was fucking brilliant. Who would, he, who would you say is like him today? Is there anyone like him? Borderline? Like Rio? Yeah. I don't think there's many. He was shit out, weren't he? For real, yeah. Many, he was so good. Like, you look now and you think, right, who's doing really well? John Stone's probably mm-hmm. one of the standout. Yeah, 100%. English centre-halves. Is he a Rio Ferdinand? No. Nowhere near. 
nowhere near Rio Ferdinand. And that's not being derogatory. That's just stating no. the fucking no, fact, isn't listen, it? Listen, mate, John Stones right now is an absolute... Him and Diaz are the two best centre-halves in you the league. You rave about Diaz all the time. Mate, you didn't know here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. He's just one of them. Any player who can come in and make someone else look as good as what he's done, yeah. it doesn't matter who's playing next to him, right. that works for me. And he just bench Laporte who everyone was raving yeah. about yeah, last, last season. Yeah, last year, yeah. Fucking hell, when year, he got injured, yeah, yeah. This year, like, he's like, I know obviously Stones has done it himself in the way he's been coached, but you can just see Diaz, the calming influence on Stones. Like, mate, don't panic. There's no need to craft her. Like, this, he's the, what, what Diaz has done is exactly what um, Van Dyke did to Liverpool. Yeah, 100%. So Van Dyke came in and all of a sudden Liverpool were just a totally different team. I said it to you when, I got, when, I, when I've seen Liverpool at Arsenal. I watch Van Dyke playing centre half. You just admire these players in your position, like we said about like Wrighty and and Shearer. You watch Van Dyke. All he's doing is this. He don't get out a second gear. He's just like everyone's all erratic. Can you imagine Dejan Lovren losing his fucking nut and he's coming and going like Dej, yeah, fucking down, just go and get me a pair of studs, you cunt. Go on. Should have put him next to Mustafi. That would have been a barrel of laughs. God ran. <laughs> but yeah, that's what Diaz has done. Yeah. Diaz has come in. And to be able to improve a team as good as City, to be able to improve that it's a big team feat. at 23 is... 23. You're some amazing, player. isn't it? But back to the question, yep. even him is not a real. Don't get me wrong, in years to come... Could be. They could be. They've got, the, they've got all the attributes. Yeah. But Rio, for me, just, just a different animal. Different animal, mate. When when you was at Peterborough, I mean I was a big fan. They were my football manager team. Like when he told me he was coming, I was gassed. I can't lie. I used to have you, um, Carl Smith, Boyd, Frecklington, Bat. <laughs> I was there. I was like, Yes. Did you three cause you three just bagged goals and goals and goals and goals. Remember I said to you my favourite strike force back in the day was Jason Roberts and Nathan Elliott. Mm, yeah. Like then it was you guys. Did you used to turn up just arrogant like turn up anywhere and know you lot can't stop the three of us like you's are fucked yeah do you know what <sighs> yeah yeah <laughs> but it wasn't an it wasn't an arrogance arrogance it was an arrogance in a way that i i'd turn up and i was confident that <clears throat> in your own ability team, basically wouldn't it? yeah every team whoever they've got in the back they're not going to be able to stop us and it was purely because i knew that we outworked anyone like no matter who you are at league two level you're definitely not going to be good enough on the ball so we're going to rat the fuck out of you mm. take the ball off you and we've got Boyardi and people like that who will just pick passes and we'll tear you apart then you step up into league one and you think right this should be harder it wasn't it's just the same it, what, a bit more probably, fitness for people or what do you know what it's probably easier because we fucking signed we had Grant McCann who again, his left foot was an absolute embarrassment. Mm. Like embarrassing. We had Tommy Williams, we had Boyardi. We just had players who would just literally find you. Make a run and we'll find Make you. Make your job a lot easier and, as well, doesn't it? Yeah. And on the other side, if you try and take a touch, oh, we will snap you. Yeah. And take the ball off you and then fucking... You always had that about, you know, like you don't stop running. It's like, you know, that old adage you know, like when your old man used to say, when someone takes a shot, follow the ball. Yeah, yeah Follow yeah. it in. That's that was. I don't think you can coach that. No, I think it's that. naturally yeah. in do, you. Do you know what? I was speaking to someone about this the other day. I can't even think who I was speaking to. 
He's gonna name like, drop. He's gonna name drop no, here, isn't he? Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, even yeah, a name yeah, drop. Yeah, yeah, Ronaldo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> chatting. Yeah, it was the point. You know, it was the point. Kev, I was speaking to someone about it, and they were saying about your about my work rate and how, like, you know, I always used to work hard and whatever. And I think it was because I I wasn't good enough in so many different areas, so I knew that I had to work so hard. Let's make up for it. Like growing up with. Leon Knight and Ryan Ryan Kent, who people will not have heard of, Ronnie Gould, these players Ronnie were Gould. technically fucking brilliant. Mm. Knighty was the best I'd seen. Knighty and Defoe were two of the best I'd ever seen, and I could not compete with them on a technical level. Right, could not compete. But what I could do is fucking run with any other yeah. fucker. I knew I could do that, and, and you I'm, could finish as well. And I could. I couldn't fi- again. I couldn't finish like them, mm. but I knew that I would create chances for myself. But with my work rate, I'd create chances for myself, or I'd create chances for my teammates, which would make me important to my team. Yeah. So whether or not it was me that scored goals, or whether other people scored goals, I'd still be a valuable member of the team. You know, you got like stri- the strikers' union is very like. If strikers don't score, they get fucking so depressed. Like so upset. Was you one of those players in your pomp? Like if even so if you if your team still won two nil, one nil or whatever, four nil, and you didn't score, would you still be like, Yeah, like three points in the bag, getting promoted, win this, win that? Or was it like Oh, if I fucking slide that penalty or if I fucking you miss can that one on one. You can tell, you no, no. You can so, tell what he wants to say by his face. No, 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 no. Yeah. So so in a bit of both. If we if if we're winning, mm. I don't care. Not that I don't care, but I'd rather win and not score than lose and score. Score, yeah. But I want to be doing both. Yeah. So the period, especially at Peterborough, the period that we had where we were winning majority of our games mm-hmm. and we're steamrolling teams, I want to make sure that I'm... I want to be the top goal scorer. Doing your bit, yeah. Simple yeah. as that. Mm. Now... I want Mikel Smith to score and I want Boydie to score and I want Tomlin to score and this person and that person. I want them all to score, but I want to score more. Mm. And if I score more, I'm fucking over the moon. Yeah. If I don't, I'll tell you a story. So we played Bristol Rovers on Sky. I think this was League One. Played Bristol Rovers on Sky and Mikel Smith had scored, winning one nil. Then I've scored. And I think, I think I set him up, he set me up, scored. Anyway, then I've gone up for a header, come down, dislocated my elbow. I thought I'd actually snapped it. So that's me out of the game. Stretch it off, off to hospital. So I go after I have my arm put back in. When I wake up, I don't remember this, but when I wake up, the first thing I ask was, Did I score? Hold on. What was the score and no. who scored the goals? Because <laughs> there's someone in that fucking team that I don't like. Yeah. Because I'm like, right, I need to know who scored the goals and if we've won. Yeah. Because I don't even remember it. Yeah, this yeah. is what people have told yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. And we had such a good rivalry in that, especially me, me and Ms. Kel Smith, we both wanted each other to score and we'd fucking create as many chances for each other as we could. But we had to be scoring goals. Yeah, was it was it a good partnership in in the sense of like you cared for one another as well as like as we know, Sheringham and Andy Cole, wonderful together, hated one another. I was just going to say that, which is as close off the pitch as you were on the so pitch. So close, yeah. yeah, so close. 
the best thing at Peterborough was when we first signed there, they made all of us move down. So we all had to live within a certain radius of the club. And we was all young lads coming from non-league. We had a few that had come from, like Charlie Lee had come from Tottenham mm -hmm. and a couple others. But we was all young lads and they made us all move down. So within Sugarway and Sugarway and Hampton are the two estates near the ground. Yeah. So you either lived in Hampton or you lived in Sugarway. It was yeah. one or the other. Um, and we just socialised together. Like every weekend we'd be out in Peterborough fucking drinking together. But they, you're talking like 10, 15 lads yeah. all socialising together, go bowling together, do nice. everything. So because like a family, wasn't it, really? I bet that's the bollocks. Yeah. And like, obviously, with all the girlfriends and stuff, all got on as well. Do you know what I mean? So it was... That helps. Because there was such a good chemistry between us off the pitch, you take when it we to was the on pitch. the pitch, yeah, right, yeah, it, was, it was fucking carnage. Yeah. And that's the reason we was able to get back-to-back -back promotions. Is the goal to own it, Peterborough, and take it into like the echelons of the Champions League? For me? Yeah. Do you know what? Yeah. The, the, Obviously, listen, I love Peterborough. Peterborough's my club. It's, yeah. it's a club that I've... From when I first got there, all the way to now is, you know... The More so than there. Chelsea in that six-year period? 100%. Yeah. 100%. Chelsea, I love Chelsea because that's just my team that I've supported. Yeah. I don't have the affiliation with Chelsea anywhere near what I've got with Peterborough. And now I'm doing, you know, I'm just completing a board member's course. Um, I'm doing... You know, I want to be in a boardroom now. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's the next step for me is is being a director and and being in a boardroom. What's and What's the aim for that? Like you, like do you just want the title to be a like the board of directors, or do you? No, how do be, you? I want to be making decisions. Yeah. I want to be making decisions and helping helping improve football. Mm. You know, so whether it's at club level and helping like um, academies and like young kids and opportunities and whole, stuff like the that. Whole, the full shebang. You know, I want to be making a difference. Yeah, nice. In whatever capacity I'm, I'm able to make a difference, I want to be making a difference. So that's what my ultimate goal is at the moment, to nice. be a technical director or a director of football. Um, and at the moment, I'm just doing the relevant, you know, getting the relevant qualifications. You know, Les Ferdinand's been brilliant with me. Yeah, good. In terms of directing me and, you know, the courses that I need to need to complete. And See, that's and nice when you can lean on people like Sir Les and Sirles, yeah, and he can, yeah and he can like guide you in the in a necessary direction that's what like if you've got these people around you like you should be able to lean on them and not be afraid to ask questions and be like what could i do if i want to head in this direction can you point me yeah, sort of 100%. thing so that's good i think that's vital you know and i've been lucky enough that in my career i've met so many so many good people and i like to think that i'm a quite likable person that you know i'd get on well with with 99% of... You're a very people. smiley chap. Yeah, <laughs> infectious smile, isn't it? Who's the biggest wanker in football you've come across? Cannot tell you that. He was never going to ask I that. cannot was he? Why not? say that. He was never this is a fucking open you know what? He's forum. got a fucking you know bit of paper there saying what he can and can't say. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? The thing is, there is a couple of people that I don't get on with in football. I can't actually come out and say who they are. I would love that's fair to. Enough. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I would love to. Um... That would I'm have sure been a, they know who they are. They, that would have been a, they'll know. That would have been they'll a be listening to this as well. Do whoever you are, you're a fucking mug, The mate. thing is, everyone else fucking knows. That would have there's been a proper person, exclusive, that, mate. Yeah. There's one lovely. person, I won't name them, Go on. but they try to fuck me. Really? 
like try to fuck me. Yeah, don't Guys. talk specifics or anything, but like, did, did <laughs> have you put a hit out on them or anything like I that? Did you want to? No, I haven't put a hit out on them. But I put it this way, they disrespected me in a ridiculous way. Tried to damage my reputation, mm -hmm. tried to make paint me to be a certain way when I'm totally the opposite. Yeah, yeah. And mm. try, yeah. There's certain things that I can, I can deal with most things, but that I couldn't, I, I, and I will never forgive that. So I will cross paths with this person one day and I'm sure we'll maybe have it out one day. Not physically, but I'm sure- You'll we'll, say your we'll, bit. Yeah. You'll yeah. say your bit. Yeah, because I'm more than happy to, to have this debate with this person. You know through, like, I don't know, playing with me for a couple of games and whatnot and, and seeing me Instagram and getting to know me is that I, I speak my mind. So I, I definitely fucking back that up. You fucking roll your eyes, you little golfing mug. But the yeah, you should definitely, that's what I say, but if you've got a problem with someone, you're very much like it. If you've got a problem with someone, just have it out, mate. You'll, just have, you'll ring the person or you'll, you'll, when you do see him, you'll say your bit. So I, I agree with uh, that. But yeah, I don't think it would be right for me to come on and say it on a platform like Listen, this. you can say it on here. I you could. can't say it on Sky Sports, but you can say <laughs> it on here. <laughs> on yeah. And then he goes in the studio Monday and he's sitting there. Oh, yeah. Fuck, sorry, mate. He's on the midweek game with me. Listen, people have always said, don't burn your bridges. Yeah. Life this too. bridge is fucking burned. <laughs> this bridge has been fucking burned. There is no way on earth yeah. that me and this person will work together. Does he, does, uh, I'm assuming that it's a he, but does he know this as well? Does I he feel know. the same? I think he should know. Have you shared a holiday with this person? No, but he took the absolute piss out of me. Yeah. So if you are one of those people that has taken the absolute piss out of me, I'm talking about <laughs> you. You should they know, know they're by sweating. Now it's fucking yeah. you. They're indoors <laughs> sweating as they're listening. Oh, yeah. fucking hell. That's fair play. So we're going to get a nice little away day at Peterborough when he's on the board. Head honcho. I want fucking I want I want sandwiches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want the whole yeah. lot. Just going back to that because. Uh, just out of my own curiosity, how come you want to go into like director of football and technical as and, opposed, not and not coaching? Because yeah. that's everyone's yeah. professional. Well, that's what the natural thing is. Yeah, and and for me, um, listen, I'd never rule out going back into coaching or or management. I'm do I've you know I've done some of my badges. I've still got some more that I will go and once COVID's over, I'll go and complete. But I think for me, I want to make sure that I'm. You want to make a difference, I do, and I want to do everything. Yeah, like it's. All strings I'm just to your fucking greedy. Do you know what I mean? I want to complete all my badges. I want to finish the director's courses and keep progressing in that. I want to fucking do my own podcast like you fucking boys. I want to do everything. And this period, this COVID period, has given me, A, given me time to be able to go and dip my toes in different, different circles and, you know, kind of do things that before I never had the time to do. And it's almost given me an appreciation in that. Listen, if if you want something, just fucking go and get, get it. it. Yeah. Because you you literally never know what's going to happen. No. Twelve months ago, no one knew that we was going to be in a fucking lockdown. Yeah. For, it's true. For, for a, a year. year. Yeah. For a year yeah. of your life. So I've been lucky enough that I've come out of it. In all of a sudden, I'm on Sky Sports and BT. I'm now going to hopefully graduate from from a business. A board members course and i'm still you know can go back and do my coaching i've got loads of different angles that i can yeah i can go into now you know and none of them are really limited you know there's no limit there's on progression with exactly. all of it yeah. there's a couple other projects that i'm i'm doing with my my agency that 
you know, you'll, I'm sure you'll find out about it as as they progress. But, you know, there's so many different things that now I'm looking and thinking, I'm just going to fucking do it all. Have you surprised yourself that when you did retire from football, you'd think to yourself, what am I going to do? Am I going to lose some of the hunger? But you seem like you're pretty determined and hungry to get yeah, to wherever it is you want to get to. I think that... Like you're not dwelling on... Yeah. I'm not dwelling. I don't think there's time to dwell. Mm. I don't think there's time to dwell. I think if you dwell, then your opportunities, someone else takes them. You know, the, I, I was lucky enough in that when I finished playing, I finished at Ebbsfleet and Daryl McMahon straight away was like, look, I want you to join my coaching staff. So he, the transition from a player into a coach was just smooth like that. And that's thanks to Daryl. Mm. Then when I left Ebbsfleet, I, instead of waiting around for something to happen, because I'd only been a coach for four or five months, when Daryl got the sack, then I followed shortly after. So I reached out to people. So I went down to Doncaster with Grant McCann. I went into Tottenham with uh, Wayne Burnett. Uh, I went away with the England under-19s, with Robbo. And diff I just reached out to different people. You don't ask, you don't get there really yeah, as well. and I just thought, do you know what? Instead of sitting here waiting for an opportunity, I'll go out and try and learn as much as I can. And then hopefully when an opportunity comes out, I'm better equipped for it. Mm. Then Darren Ferguson goes in at Peterborough. Darren then brings me to Peterborough. Then for the next two years, I'm first team coach at Peterborough and, and managing the under 23s. Then COVID hits, I lose my job at Peterborough. But then all of a sudden, I do an interview on Sky and then Sky say, okay, well, do you fancy coming yeah, in yeah. and watching yeah, some Parker, games? Yeah. Then BT come along, do you fancy doing the same? So I think if you stand still, then you'll get forgotten about, mm. regardless of what it is, whether he's coaching, whether it's managing, whether it's fucking, I don't know, anything. Mm. If you stand still, you'll get forgotten about. If you keep moving, keep showing people that, do you know what? Whatever it is I'm going to do, I'm going to fucking work hard at it. Like, I'm being doing the punditry now, I fucking work hard at it. Yeah. Like, I'm, when it when it comes to my research and stuff, I fucking work hard. Take it serious, yeah. yeah I don't just you know when they there. You know when they first asked you, like, had you done sort of punditry before? Obviously, had like having like after game interviews and stuff like that's very different. But doing actual punditry, did you think, oh fucking, I've got to pick my pants up? This is this is brand new. Or did you think, yeah, I'm confident at, at it and I'll do it? Do you know what I was? It was fifty fifty. I was confident that I'd be able to do it. Mm -hmm. I didn't. And what gave me the confidence is that I knew that I'd do the work. I knew that I had to go away and I had to do the research myself. Yeah. And I knew that I, once I sit in that chair and the camera's on me, I have to now speak about stuff that I know. Mm. So because I've done the work, I can sit there confidently. Yeah. If I you can hold your own. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's, for example, on Monday, I'm doing Brighton Leicester. So I will watch the next two. Well, Brighton haven't got another game. Their, their next game's Leicester. But I watched Leicester's game the other day and they've got another game mm. in between that time. I'll watch them games. Then I'll go back. I'll watch some highlights and stuff of previous games. I'll look at all the head-to-heads and all the... Just the overview of their season and possibly seasons before. Mm. I'll do all the work. Mm. And I've seen people that in the game that I respect, like Alex Scott, one of the hardest working people, Micah Richards, one of the hardest working. He's another infectious bod, isn't he, Micah Richards? He just smiled. The pair of them are just fun. Micah Richards is just pure and I just, like you said, he's infectious. He's fun. You love watching him. And Alex Scott, 
She talks the most sense. You know what, she's knows her onions, doesn't she? Unbelievable. She, but she don't just know it because it's it's not luck. They don't just put the stuff in front of you. You've got to no, do your you research. Can, she goes and does her you work. Can, yeah, you can tell she knows football inside You, you know when you do your research, do they sometimes proofread it or do, do they have anyone go over it or do they say, yeah, we trust you, go on, on your trot? It's down to you. Listen, it's down right. to you. If you go on there and you've done your you've done your work and when it it comes across, then they'll, they'll want you back. Yeah. If you go on there and you haven't done no research and you know fuck all uh, and you're trying uh, to win uh, it, uh, uh, yeah. they, we probably won't see you again. I want to see you go up wrecking. I'm not going to wrecking. <laughs> <laughs> did you see him in January? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah they put, they put um, a sketch on it on, on Twitter earlier. Normally, like a little video would be a minute, yeah, maybe yeah, two. Yeah. This fucking thing was under six minutes. Yeah, mate. Red Nat was raging. They were okay, well, anyway, so he was fuming because Spurs was his team. The thing is, so Roy's like this shit. They put they put the thing up on the Sky Sports. Um, they put the thing up on the Sky Sports app on Instagram. So I've messaged Micah and I said, Micah, <laughs> whose team are you on? Jamie or are you on Jamie or Roy Keane's team? Mate, he just sent me the eyes, mate. That he's not getting involved, mate. No, no. I was but... thinking, fuck me. Richards you... and Keane is like that relationship. No one knew that we well, needed. Mate, it's just coming. Yeah, it's just the they need a sh- surely they need a show, no? Yeah. I like, don't think Keane would have it though. No, nah. definitely wouldn't. Like, Keane ain't interested. Keane, Keane's, I don't even know why Keane's there, but he's just so against the grain. Yeah, he's just you know, like a modern day Soonis. No, like, yeah. Soonis is like very old school, but Keane, is, Keane tells it exactly how it is no, without the swearing. Them, the pair of them are just incredible. When Keane said a couple of weeks ago, oh, who'd want to be a manager? And Michael just come out with, <laughs> you, mate, you! <laughs> mate, can you imagine Keane and Richards go travelling? Oh, mate. In a Winnebago or something. Oh, mate. Mate, can you imagine it? It would be the most watched programme in history. I'm telling you, that would be the best. You just didn't know you needed it until it was there. I'm planning it, mate. I'm going to write the show. Let me drive. Let me drive. That'd be in the back. Mate. That's it. Keen and fucking Richards in the fucking... Crazy Ginger Cabby. Ginger Cabby. Yeah. Mate, Shut up, Roy. Just take them everywhere, mate. <laughs> you travel them like, along the East Coast and that. What, what am I doing in this? You're, You're hitting golf balls off the top of the roof. <laughs> <laughs> Naked. Mate, I'm telling you, it's a show, mate. It's a show waiting to be made. Yeah. I've said it and you've heard it here first. It's a show waiting to be made. So if anyone makes it, I'll Runes? fucking money. There he is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll do it. Yeah, we'll do it. Now, Risky Rose Production I'm, Company. I'm fucking copywriting it now. There you go. Bang. Today's show. Copyrighted. Copyrighted. Keenan Micah. Do the East Coast. Mate, I'm telling you, it would be. It would actually be the best show ever. Be brilliant. It's just incredible, them two. Talking about um, travelling. Places that you've gone on holiday. Oh. 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 <laughs> oh. So, you've been to Vegas. Yeah. Right. A few times. Yep. Mm. You've been to Dubai. A few times. Yeah. Mm. Uh, done Miami. A few I've only, I've only times. been Miami once, funny enough. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, we went and it ruined, outrageous. Um, the best place for a lads' holiday, what are you going with? I'm going Vegas. Yeah, I'm saying Vegas is for me. It's the fucking mecca. Like I've been thirteen times, I think. What? But he's not counting. Thirteen times. Thirteen times. Don't get listen. Can I just say that? How much money do you think he spent in thirteen times as well? I have. 300 quid. For, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> per hour. So yeah. 13, 13 times. times, have you ever been with a bird? Yes. Do you prefer it with your bird? It's good. Or your friends? Wait, have you got a, have you got a missus now? I have got a missus. I'm not going to ask any of the questions so, then. It, it is, it is. Not your questions anyway. <laughs> the thing is, you can go. I think you can go. Do both. You can do both. Yeah. I think you can do both. But, mate, going with the lads is just... Different gear, isn't it? Yeah, it's just... The thing is, it's constant as well. It's the excitement as soon as you get to Heathrow or, Gat- or Gatwick. You normally get. You normally go on the Thursday. You land midday, so you're gonna catch the end of a pool party, and that is it. Pool party, back, get changed, maybe have a little gamble out. Then you're going Dre's after after hours Dre's. afterwards. Then by the time you get in, have another little gamble, quickly have a fucking a few more drinks, get ready for the pool party. Wait, Republic's continuous. And in between, if you manage to nick an hour's sleep somewhere, you're fucking buzzing. Oh. And that's five days solid. By the end, mate, you're fucking... You want to go home? Oh, matchsticks in your eyeballs and all sorts of... <laughs> but I went one year, I went I went to uh, Vegas and I was out there. This must have been day four. Connor Wickham's messaged me and he's out in Libertine in London. And he's like, Mac, you, I must have posted something, probably fuck, pissed out my face. I've posted something on social media. He's like, oh, you're still out in Vegas? I was like, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, I want to come out there. So I'm like, all right, come out there then. He's like, all right, if I come out, will you stay out? I'm like, what, for another five days? He's like, yeah. I was like, yeah, fucking fuck it, why not? <laughs> up, the, mate, up the posh. The next day, he got to Vegas, mate. He did come. He got to Vegas. Just me and him stayed out there for another fucking five wow, days. Wow, that's commitment, that Absolute is, isn't it? Absolute. And he's a mad fucker. But when you man. see yeah. him, were you happy that he turned up? Or was you thinking, oh. I was over the moon, but in my head, I'm thinking, mate, what, what I'm done? bollocks, dude. <laughs> Like, I'm day five now. I'm bollocksed. All the lads are going home, and I'm like, mate, Connor's here now. I've, I've got to stay. But So the hotel of choice? Hotel of choice is Cosmo. Mm. Cosmo is the one. That's where, when I went with Dawson and that, that's where we... Uh, yeah. I've stayed in a few. Stayed. I've stayed in a few. Funny enough, there was one... Oh, there was one. Me and James Bailey once got fucking shafted. Tony P. Absolutely Pink Flamingo. fucked us one. We, we were staying out there for another couple of days, I think. And then we couldn't get another room in the Cosmo. So they put us in, he put us in another hotel. It actually turned out to be all right in the end, actually. But for that period, mate, that walking into the hotel, it was like a lot older. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It was just like the decor was a little bit droopier and a bit dated we've walked in spunk stains on the curtain still what the fuck is this all the lads are in like I think they might have even gone in the wind or something like that and we're in this fucking shithole in the end it ended up fucking being led you got a semi ain't you me I'm just thinking about it later on in the year mate you're you're coming so you can't get out of it you're fucked, mate. You <laughs> definitely can't get out of it now. I'll tell you, I'll come if he comes. Mate, I'm coming. <laughs> Fuck. Listen, give me an invite. I'm fucking there. Fucking that could be the pub crawl. Mate, I don't know whether I'll come back now. You know what I'm like. I'll either get married, nicked. Yeah, oh, yeah, we did say you, you'll do both. On the same night. Yeah, try, yeah. Not, try not to do that. That's, that That's not a good look. It's, yeah. Do you know what? Mm. There's actually a way you can avoid doing all that shit. Well, I'm not going. Don't, don't just... Bounce from pool party, room to to the room to the club, then to the other party, 
then to the room, then to the pool party, and just keep bouncing. Have a few coffees and like ham and cheese toasties and whatnot. Fuck, Fuck a coffee. coffee, man. Listen, just make sure you stay in in those that little bubble, mate. You can't go wrong, mate. And then by the fifth day, someone's fucking. You know, before you, you anyway. before you went out, did you have everything everything planned? So you had your drays. You know, you knew what pool parties on certain days. Did you have your connection over there that that sorted it all out? Everything sorted. So by, we land and we pay our money. Mm. And it's uh, then everything's done. Did you have like a geezer turn up in like a Hawaiian shirt and fucking flip flops and just say, "Oh, lads, forty-three grand, please," and I've sort of got it all sorted. He walks P, off. Tony P. For the majority of the times that I went, Tony P. Was the man. Yeah. So we'd get there, we give him our money, and he's done. And he'll go out, he'll pay. Tommy Williams, similar. You give him the money, they go and pay all the clubs and bar, uh, pool parties and whatever. That's already done. So when we get there. No and egg. say, right, this party, like, fucking Aaron McLean's party's here. Yeah. Bang, you're straight in. Do you know what I mean? There's no fucking about. It's, and you're going to the, the best cabanas, to the best tables. and it Not shafted out by the fellas' toilets at the carnage. fucking exit. Oh, no, mate, it's carnage. It He's is, selling me a dream, you know. Nah, it's, it's unbelievable. Mate, it's the best place. If you've not been. Miami's up there for me. Yeah, it, it, Miami is... Because like, I, prefer, I prefer pool parties to, to yeah, the, the clubs. I prefer pool parties. In Miami, when me and Rude, we went to a, the SLS hotel. Yeah, I'm the same. Cunt's I'm giggling right. over there, look. <laughs> He's a, but yeah, I'm... Miami's sick. And listen, you can't... But Vegas is Vegas, though, isn't it? Vegas is Vegas, mate. And there's no... I can't explain to you how good Vegas is. No matter what I say to you, yeah, it's better. Have you seen us p- post up... Recently, that we're going to do a pub crawl when things are open or anything like that. Nah. So we are when things open up again and we can sit outside in mm-hmm. beer gardens. We're going to do a pub crawl along the central line. Mate, I'm all over it, mate. I was going to say, do you oh, fancy mate, coming? Mate, if I've got an invite, I'm fucking in. So it will be April the twenty fourth. Yeah. 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 Sure. Hundred percent. All right, April 24th. the twenty fourth. Yeah. So it's a Saturday. We're out. All right. So here we go. Just providing. I'm not working that day. Or the day after, Sky, Sunday. Would you ever do a Sunday? I probably, I would, it depends on the games. Yeah. I'd find out closer to the time. But what, are you doing two days? Oh, we can do two days. No, I'm saying if you get so wankered that like you're going to turn up drunk as a skunk oh, yeah. to Sky Sunday, yeah. is what I'm saying. So just dependent, uh, providing I'm not working, you're there. then I'm there. Cool. So yeah, 100%. So yeah, we're going to try and attempt to go from Epping to Ryslip. We think we're going to get to Oxford Street. No, 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 no. So, I'm going to get further. How I don't many, know where you're going. How many's in between? About 40. 40, 40 stops. 40? <laughs> <laughs> what, one in each? Yeah, one. So go to Epping, have a beer or whatever pub is there. Get back on the train. Listen, Loughton. What's going to happen is we're going to get in somewhere. We're going to want to leave. Yeah, yeah. And we'll just have to stay with True, yeah. <laughs> Wingman. Yeah. Rooney's fucking video in it. So hold on. So you wanted the plan was to get on the train, go next stop, go in a boozer, yep. have one drink, yep. back on the train. Yeah, but remember stop. when you get to when you get to like Bethnal, <laughs> you, you could just walk. Yeah. Like you go into one of the pubs, Bethnal Green Road, then you walk to Liverpool Street, right, Hamilton right, Hall. Right. Yeah, because I was going to say, that's a bit of a ball, like, couldn't it? Keep going back into the station and out. Yeah, yeah, no, no. You can have it. You, maybe that's we'll start at Bethnal then and go into the city. No, there's a few in Essex that I think we should I go think. to. All right, you would say that. There's my, my friend. My friend. 
<laughs> Alright, listen, I'm down anyway. I'm, right, cool. Whatever you want to go. do, I'm, I'm fucking down for it. Do it. I'm excited for this. Happy oh, days. Pub call. Yeah. I'm excited. You say you're excited, mate, till an hour in and you're having to babysit me. I'm Alan off the hangover. <laughs> yeah. Talk me through the beard. How long's the beard been going? Uh, like, uh, this is a year now. This a is, year? This is a year. But I had it before. Fuck. Listen, I had it before. And I and I didn't. I meant to trim it, but I didn't mean to trim it as much as I did. And I took it all off. And then I just grew. I've got called in sick at work. I said I'm not coming in. I'm stressed. Like I'm butters. I'm not coming in. Like it's not happening. I'm butters. <laughs> and then I just had to grow it back again. So this has been a year. Yeah, that's good going, though, isn't it? It's good, yeah. isn't it? That's fucking. I, I definitely couldn't grow that in a year. And I've had it trimmed as well, so it should be bigger. I couldn't grow. See, that I don't even think. I, me without touching mine, I don't think mine could grow like that. Mm-mm. What's yeah. so yours? Do you is yours a, a length that you just keep it? That this way? is na- this is long for me now. Really? Yeah, it's getting on my tits. Like my moustache. I don't know how you. Yeah, do, but, but you've my got moustache. this. You, the moustache it goes with it. Do you know what I mean it works? But then I look at that. I look at that, and I'm like, oh, I want. I do want it. I do. But I get into the barbers. I have hair cut, and I'm like, yeah, just trim a bit here. Just take a bit off here, See, and I'm I like, can't I'm gone. Get to that stage. Like I'm like. I've had a couple of times where I've grown it a little bit and then it's just fucking itchy and it's... I've never had the itchy no, stage. Man. You, you? Just, you just got to get past it, mate. You just got to be a man it. and deal with it. I get like ingrown hairs and all sorts, mate, and it's oh. fucking... Oh. Yeah, if you're getting that, egg, yeah, yeah, if you're getting get that. rid. It's not worth it, is it? No, no, no. But the itching, oh, itching only sweet. lasts a while and you just got to get past it. I could never be without it now. Never. Serious? People never. ask me so about that's mine. Like that's it. That's it, mate. I'm never being without it. Never. You got you, yeah. I, I, I think now it's 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 part of me now. I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't be without it. Girls come up to me like, oh wow, you got a bit. Shut up. You always get you always got the, mean, you always get the fellas that say up. they always get the fellas that say, oh yeah, look, tattoos and beers like yesterday, but it's because you can't grow a beard. Only, exactly. The only bloke who the only bloke who don't like beards are the ones who can't grow one, and yeah. the only birds who don't like them is because your man can't grow one. Yeah. So, so she feels that she has to support him. Yeah. Wind your neck in, sweetheart. Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Won't be complaining when this bit's tiggling the inside of your fire. This babe. is what I'm talking about <laughs> after a beer. That's PG thirty. Yeah, that's what I know. No juice this week because uh, we had fucking COVID I last know, week. I know I had a panic up. Aaron, yeah. what you got on your bit of paper, mate? Fill the fans in. Let us know. We well, asked so him to do his. So we asked you to do your Euro twenty three man squad. Yeah. For England, of course. Now, don't get me wrong. I I kind of rushed it a little bit. I'll tell you the truth. Oh, I thought he does his research. Oh, when his Sky Sports, yeah, but Sky Sports, Sky Sports are sorting him out <laughs> no, with a bit of bit of tea and whatnot. I wanted, I wanted to get here on time. I didn't want to be late. Obviously, I got here before both of you lot. <laughs> Commitment. But, I know. At least, he, a, at least he could find the net better than he could find the studio, though. Eh? Yeah. That's very true. <laughs> Go on, let him have it. Let him have it. So, yeah, just yeah, I've, just do with I've, the goalkeepers. I've the, uh, the goalkeepers. I've gone Pickford, Pope, and Henderson. That's same as your three. Yeah, 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 yeah. Same as me. Who starts? For me, Pickford. Wow. Mm. We both said Pope, we didn't both, we? Yeah. I like Pope. I like them all, to be fair. Yeah, I think they're all good. Kids, I like right? them all, but I think. Why Pickford? Because I think he's 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 played in the big tournaments. His distribution is the best out of three, and hopefully, we fucking ain't conceding that many chances that we need to fucking 
rely on a, a shot stopper. Mm. He's so, a very good shot stopper, though. We said that as well, didn't we? I think when you, it was a bit like um, I felt with like David James. Give him time to think about what he's doing. He's in all heaps of trouble. The thing is, he's like Pickers is a fucking he's a lunatic, isn't he? Mm. Like I've played Shouts. With, I played with him at Bradford. Yeah. He's a lunatic. But he's a fucking brilliant goalkeeper. Was he one of them? As soon as he got the ball in his hand, was you like on your toes? Oh, mate, he yeah, absolutely. And the thing is, he was a lot younger then, so he'd, his kicking weren't as accurate as it is now. Yeah, but it was still like he had a heat seek on it. Yeah, Do you know what I mean, <laughs> his fucking kicking's ridiculous. So I'd go for him. I'd go for Pickford. Fair defenders, who's your defender? How many so, you got? <sighs> fuck knows. And this is what I mean <laughs> when I say nine. The way I the way I wrote it out. Once I'd wrote it, I thought, ah, oh, do you know what? I shouldn't have done it like that. I should have done it in... So, are you? is this your squad that you think Gareth Southgate should take oh, or will take? Should. Should, okay. I don't know if he will, but this is what I think he should take. Go on in. So, defenders, I've got Walker, yep. Stones, Mings, Alexander-Arnold, Chilwell, Maguire, Cody, Trippier. Mm. So, you put Mings in. I put Mings in. I also put my left back was a curveball though, weren't it? Who's your lefty? I put Sully March. At Brighton. Yeah, because I really like him. I think going forward, he's right up there. And if they had a striker up front who could finish the ball, I'm a fan of Sully March though. I like him. I, I like him as a player, but I don't think you're putting him in the England's. Mine, mine was Shaw and yeah, possibly and, and Saka All right, I could so play. Shaw, I've, Shaw's the one who I forgot. Mm. I was trying to think of the lefties and I forgot Shaw. So oh, we had so many years where it's just like, yeah, who's left but Ashley Cole? It was just easy. <laughs> just right? Ashley yeah, Cole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one really cares about the lefties unless you're a lefty. Mm. So I forgot about I forgot about Shaw. I'm probably taking I'm taking one of the righties out. Mm. One of them because there's so many righties there. I don't know who. Go on, what's your midfielders? We struggled with that, didn't we? Yeah. Right. So I don't think what, we agreed too much on this. What midfielders are we going? Defensive? So I've got the sitters. Yeah. Do do you do the ones that you would have in your your sort of your, your two or your three sort so of thing? Yeah. I've got your two. You've got Declan Rice. Yep. You've got Henderson. Yeah. And then you've got Phillips. Calvin Phillips. See, we didn't put him in that. You didn't put Phillips in. Nah. I didn't put no. I didn't put Phillips in. That's a shout, and all though. I think, I think he's fantastic, though. Phillips. Fucking brilliant. He's sick. Leeds aren't the same without him. Yeah. He's sick. Mate, do you know what? I play Phillips over Rice. Oh, it's a shout, and all. Do you know what though? I know. I know, and uh, most people probably won't agree with me. But I, I think that's just how much I rate Phillips. No, nah, because do you remember last year when I put it? Well, you weren't in the group. You'd left, and I said, "Can everyone please just watch Phillips at Leeds?" It was only I probably would have agreed and said Phillips is right up there. It's only that Rass has been unbelievable this year. Rass has been brilliant, and to be fair, I've got a feeling Henderson won't be fit, so hopefully so it will be those Phillips. two. Hopefully, because I I think Southgate the last few games playing the two very defensive-minded holding midfield players, I think is a bit wrong. Especially yeah. for England, the attacking yeah. threats that we do have, and you're going to get onto it. But I think having Rice just sit there and having Phillips then run off him. Phillips the thing is, they can both run off. Yeah. And they can both play. Phillips is but crazy, Phillips, man. Phillips dropping off, getting it, and just spraying it about his mm. mate's class. I think he's class. And if he went to a bigger club, not saying Leeds aren't a big club. I know what you mean, yeah. yeah. One yeah. of the top four type stuff. If he went stuff, to one yeah. of the top, mate, you'd see even, even bigger improvements. Yeah, 100%. 
You get when they came to us last year in the FA Cup, I think, uh, at the Emirates, and they ruined us yeah, for the first. Battered us for the first and he, minute, yeah. and he controlled everything. Mm. Yeah, it's class, man. It's fair shout. Yeah, nice. So then we're going into the attacking midfielders. midfielders. Mm. So we've got Grealish. Yeah. Yep. Foden. Yep. Rashford. Yep. Sterling. Yep. Mount. Yep. And Madison. Did I take Madison out? Yeah, I took Madison. Yeah, I took Madison out. I took Madison and Manta. I put I, Sancho. I haven't got Sancho. I had Sancho and Saka. I haven't got Sancho. And do you know what? I'm not even having him. Oh, Sancho, I'm no? not having him in. I'm no, nah, I'm like if you gave me the opportunity right now, I'd say, right, can you take Sancho out? Uh, can you put Sancho in and take someone out? You don't know who you're taking out? Uh, no. Nah. Not Saka. You, you ain't got Saka in there. Oh. He's even forgot. See, when people oh, forget, it's because they yeah, don't rate him. Yeah. No, do you know what? It's not even that I don't rate him because no, I do rate him. Saka's it's crazy. that he's Arsenal, so he didn't. Like Mount has come to mind as. Mm, Fucking, he ain't coming Vegas. And he ain't coming on the pub crawl you know now that after hurts? that comment. Because now Saka goes. So who'd you take out? Saka has to go, man. Saka goes, which means I'm probably taking out Madison. Madison. Yeah, I'd agree. If I had to take, I'd take Madison out of that. I was yeah. saying the other day about Mount. When he was at Derby, he said, "Unbelievable player." Yeah. In I, the I years to come, he said, "Him and he, he reckons him and Rice yeah. will be the two. You can always tell about how many managers keep picking the player, and Matt just keeps getting picked, doesn't he? Like even when Tuchel come in, I thought, "Oh, maybe this is waiting for Havertz to come step in." And no, he's still having it with Matt. Yeah, he's playing him more as a ten. Yeah, I think he's class, mate. Bearing in mind, going back to the defenders, if. Tariq Lamptey hadn't got injured. It'd be he great. loves Lamptey. Mate, I would give Lamptey, whatever, whatever money I want for Lamptey, I'd be giving him. Him, Basuma. Listen, when I went, when I was away with the England 19s, I came back and I was like, listen, this kid at Chelsea is an absolute joke. But, bearing in mind, they had uh, Tariq Lamptey, they had Max Ahrens, mm. joke, rapid joke, they had Hudson Adoy. Is Max Aaron at Norwich? Yeah. Mm. That's Smith Rowe. Like their under 19s team was absolutely embarrassing. Mm. Like, but in, the England, like under 19s, under 21s, under 23s, have always had Ridiculous. an it's unbelievable, talent. like fucking like the, the squad. Yeah. Like not a select few, but the squad are like, fuck me. Gets into the seniors and it's just, it seems. But that's I because once you get to senior level, do they all play? They, that's true. Well, in under 20... I mean, look at Foden. Foden's only really months. playing solidly now, yeah. isn't he? And he's... Look at him. Mm. Look at, he's, he's up for player of the year. And he's, this is his first full season. Mm. So that's how good he is. And bearing in mind, he's, listen, he's at the best club in the country. So to get in is going to be harder. But, Lam- but anyway. I'm glad he said that. Lamptey would like, Lamptey's Lamptey, the man. one for me, man. He's... He yeah. mental. When we was at when he come on for Chelsea against Arsenal last year at the Emirates, everyone was like, "Who's he? Like, who cares?" He I came. What? I was sitting. I'd move seats for whatever reason. I'd gone down to the front row. Mm. Of this geezer just went Rapid. gone, gone, and he was getting barged. And you're looking at him, thinking he's going to go down in a minute. Nope, nothing. No, he's no. a proper player, mate. And he's going to end up back at one of these top four. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. He's yeah. going to play for one of the top four teams and be. One of the best fullbacks in in the world. Yep, that you'll end up at Bayern or something. It's gonna happen, 
And Max Aaron's as well. Man. Max Aaron's up there, isn't it? As Max well. Max Aaron's as well. Even Jamal Lewis. I mean, if he didn't go to, if he would have gone to someone a bit better than Newcastle, I don't think, I think he's he on the same seen... level as the other two. He's not on the same as them, but he's up. Yeah. He's up there. Mm. He's, he's, he's a very good player. He's a very good player. Too. But I think those two are. They. I think it's too soon for him. This Euros is too soon for him. Mm. But the next one, I wouldn't be surprised if you see them both competing. And then strikers, we've gone. <sighs> Not over the moment. Obviously, Harry Kane. Yeah. Harry Kane always goes. And then you've got Calvert-Lewin and Ollie Watkins. Ollie you Watkins. took Watkins? Watkins, wow. That's a shit enough. Who did you I've take? Got, I've got Ollie Watkins. Oh, I took Bamford. No, yeah, I took, I took Bamford. I'm going Watkins over Bamford. All day long. And listen, again... This Remind you of yourself? Personal... I think it's just personal preference. Yeah, yeah. Like, he, he's got everything. Can look after the ball. Can Big run. lump, isn't he? Strong, Strong as well, not yeah. Links play yeah. really well. It's just... Do you know what? It's a different it's outlet. No, probably at the Euros, no one will expect like what he's about, really. Because I, I, had, I had Danny Ings down. Now, Danny Ings is an out-and-out goal scorer. Like, mm. But I'm looking and I'm thinking, I, I, Watkins just gives you everything. He's got his all-round game is brilliant, and he's getting better and better and better. If he'd been in the Premier League for four or five years, I don't think it would even be a question. Mm. I think it would be just a foregone conclusion that he goes. But because he's only he's only just coming to the Premier League, yeah, straight away people are looking and thinking, well, he's been in the Championship and whatever. Mate, he goes for me. Have you been impressed with Calvert Lewin this season? I have. He's had his barren spell as well. He's been in my dream team, so I definitely know he's had a fucking barren spell. <laughs> But he's been brilliant, mate. He's, he's all round games come on leaps and bounds. Obviously, the fucking hang time that Geezer's got. Oh, mate, he's crazy, fuck, oh he's my just, God. He's an absolute animal. It's and crazy. He's, again, he's another one. In fairness, all of their work rate is fucking brilliant. And I think you have to. When you get to that at level, that level yeah, if it's you want to stay at that level yeah. and compete, your work rate has to be top draw. And they none of them disappoint in that mm. aspect. But he's just, again, he's something totally different. Big, strong. In the air, he's going to give you something that the others aren't. And I think he probably has to go. So it's probably out of Watkins, Ings, Bamford. I think it was out of out of those. Callum Wilson. See, I, I can't lie. Yeah, I proper like Callum Wilson. I do. I really like Callum Wilson. And if you're looking at Arsenal, if they want to replace... Lacazette maybe in the summer as someone who can drop off and hold the ball up. He, he holds would, the ball up. Mate, well. He would be right up there for me because I haven't seen anyone barge him off the football for a long time. No. So would you go, but is he injury prone? Would you go him over Ivan Tony? Do you know what? Oh, see Ivan Tony. Ivan Tony sicking it at Brentford. Ivan Tony is up there. I'd get him all day long. Because bear in mind, it's going to cost you. What would it cost you to get Callum Wilson from Newcastle? He would probably ask about a, 40 mil. Mate, there's loads of players in the championship I'll take. You know that. Mm. There's about three of them at Reading. There's a few of them. That Buendia. Wait, uh, I've been saying that yeah. for ages as well. Buendia. The, that, that Michael, is it Michael Elisa at Reading? I think he's like mm. 17. Hey, he's, this, is what you're, this is what you're saying. The, 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 the talent the pool in the championship. Like, and and a, that's what they have to do. They have to play at the championship level. Yeah, they have to. to. And, and showcase it. Like, Buendia, even... In the Premier League, Buendia was a joke. Even, yeah, and Campwell, both of them was. Camp mm. Campwell, another player. Yeah. Like, they should be playing, but where do they, Where are they playing? Where? Where do they fit in? If you're looking at Premier League. Campwell, Everton. 
does he? But this is the arrogance does again because you're, we're looking at. I've said for he, ages, I want Arsenal to go down there and buy because I've said mm. to you before that like you look at if someone says to you, "Oh, we're signing a Brazilian 18 year old from Brazil," everyone's like, "Oh, I'm so excited," because but they can't handle the physicality over here. But then you chuck someone into the championship. That's a whole nother level yeah. physical. Like, there's boys down there, mm. 18. That's why Jude Bellingham can go step into a Bundesliga side and not look out of place yeah. and not get barged off the ball because he's played in the championship. Because mm-hmm. the level of physicality there, like, you might get maybe half a second longer on the ball, but you're 18, 19, getting hit and hit hard. And I've always said, we should be looking down there, man. Do, do You know, when you played, when playing against defenders and that, did you get more excited about the, the physicality of it with a defender or did, did you like to be given sort of time and space to and then try and skill your way out of it? I quite enjoyed the physical side. Yeah. Because I, I knew that being so small, people, like, they underestimated how strong I'd be. Mm. So I I enjoyed that that side of it. And I, tenacious fucker, just wanted, I almost wanted that physical, the fight, because I, Nine times out of ten, I fancied myself that I'd win. What's that classic picture you got on your? Uh, I'm sure on your Instagram with you and Olsen at West Brom, you're screaming uh, in his face, yeah. or something. You? you know what? Me and him used to go at it, like, and I've got nothing against him. Yeah. I don't really, know, I don't know him personally. Yeah. But on the pitch, I fucking hated him. He looks and like and a nasty piece of he shit. Was, though. Mate. On the pitch, he was a horrible fucker. And I, but I used to let him know. I used to be like, "Mate, you are the worst player I've ever played against." Mind games, I love it. And then he'd be in my face. I'd be, like, "Oh, mate, your breath is fucking <laughs> vile." Like, and he used to lose his head. I'm in your head. He used to lose his head. Hey, that's but funny, man. yeah, I had some good battles with him. But I'm trying to think who. There's one goal I scored, and it, he won't appreciate me saying it, but Ibrahim Sonko just absolutely wasted him. And bearing in mind, he was a fucking animal. Big, fucking strong brute. And I've just bullied him out of the way, Meg the keeper, and then I've just run off giving it. Yeah. <laughs> Strain. Oh, mate, I loved it. The physical side didn't bother me at all. I worked hard at making sure that I was strong enough to, to be able to handle myself. So. Do you, do, does it annoy you sometimes, like when you're doing your punditry or like watching it as a fan, do you think that seeing players go in half-heartedly does that half wind you up or do you not are you not bothered by it or do you think it's part of parcel of football yeah and no but football's so much softer now Mm. like what you could the tackles that you can make when i was playing and bearing in mind that's not that long ago yeah yeah. the tackles you can make you can't make them tackles now it's just do you think football's lost something with it 100 percent. yeah 100 percent the, the great players we, we're talking about the Roy Keynes and people like that mate they wouldn't last two minutes in this in this day and age because you can't put your foot in and, yeah. and make proper tackles And because well, they complain about a fucking follow through now don't they yeah, it's just crap, and, mate, listen VAR is oh yeah that's what I was going to ask you mate, fan of it no who is no one is mate but people are, but that's what I'm saying not enough like him in his position being on Sky Sports, he could quite easily come here and sit here and say, "Oh yeah, but this, yeah, that, yeah, and you no, got to no, give no, it." No, no. There's too many fucking pundits that pussyfoot around it and don't call it for what it is and say, "What's a waste of fucking time?" Like it's, it's fucking and I and I said to him, I said it's a multi-billion-pound industry, and we are the only fucking sport that can't get it right. Yeah. It all works in everything else. His favourite sport, golf, cricket, everything, tennis. It all works. It's fine. Rugby league, rugby union, it all works. Football. 
What's so hard about it? The thing is, the fact that we're having to change rules yeah. during a season, yeah, change laws and shit. Like, it's not just once either, is it? That's when we know that like something's going wrong. wrong. The people that are governing this fucking game, there's something drastically wrong when you're continuously having to change fucking rules and laws and mm, shit. Yeah. Like that shouldn't be happening. The VAR is was brought in to clear and obvious errors, clear that up. It's fucking making it worse. Yeah, of course yeah. it is. To stop a game for like two, three minutes and still get the wrong answer mm. is ridiculous. Like, and the referees on the pitch don't even make the decision anymore. No, the people at Stockley Park make the decision. I said and this they can't get that. it right. Yeah. I said this to you about, about linesmen. They will be obsolete soon. 100%. couple of seasons, they won't be on their wage because they don't flag. They don't, they don't, do they? They get it in their ear roll. Yeah, like there is offside flag. Yeah. Or it used to be, I'll wait till the player touches the ball. If they're a bit like you said as well, someone's a couple of weeks ago, injured, someone's going to get fucking injured yeah. if you don't flag, you don't whistle. The thing is, as like I think, just as humans, we always we have to be careful what we wish for because we always moan and like we moan at referees when they get the mm. decisions wrong and whatever, and we want we want to get the right answer all the time. Now we get sometimes we're getting the right answer and it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, his mm. nail is offside. Yeah, all and this offside stuff, the lines and all that, yeah. I'd, so, not for me. Do we, do we want the correct answer or do we sometimes want to just be like, yeah, do just you know want a football back, yeah. All that armpit stuff football. and all that, I just, it's, what? It's What's the and worst one you've seen, you think? Decision? Yeah. There's so many. I think mine's got to be the what's his name one. Um, Bamford away at Palace. Do you remember? Where he's pointing to where he wants it. Like, yeah, the geezer's yeah, yeah, yeah. pointing. I want the ball. There. Yeah, oh, right, yeah. And, and, and he's, <laughs> he's pointing. Like, that's what you teach kids to do. do point to the foot where you want it. Mm. There's so many examples. But that's what he's saying. They're, change, they're changing the rules oh, of football. Just, yeah. Shit. There's so many examples. Like, when you know all this handball stuff, like if your arm's in an unnatural position, the pace that these fuckers play in, right, their arms are going to be all over the shop. Of course right, they the, are. And the thing is, it's what frame are you stopping it at? Yeah. Because if you, where they are moving so quick, if you stop it here, he's onside. Stop it a millisecond later, he's, he's offside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so who's choosing which frame you're stopping it at? It's this is so where many, there's, there's so many things, and the celebrations it's ruining that side of the game. I was one that I love celebrating of goals, course. yeah, mate. They've absolutely do you see the Giroud goal? Um, the basketball Europe, kick, yeah, in Europe the other day, and he scored, yeah, and they're all going over drinking like. Waiting. waiting to see if it's yeah. still You've just scored at Athletic Home Madrid. And then you know what I mean? it's, he scores, so then he runs back onto the pitch. And then it's celebrates. Like, mate, it's shit. Who done it the other day? Um, The lead, the Villa bloke against Leeds, El Ghazi. Oh. He scored, he's looked round, looked at the other players and went... And they're just standing there. Mate, Tyro like, Mings, I think standing. he scored, was it against Man United? He scored and didn't celebrate just didn't because cel he just weren't even... Didn't know whether or not it was going to be a goal. That's what... Bad, but then yet again, people in in your profession and that they don't, yeah, they don't speak out enough. For, in my opinion, mm. they don't say this is wrong. Like there ain't, there's not a lot. I don't know, like a union or a group of people say. The thing is, what the, we the problem we've got is that it it's irrelevant of what we say. Yeah, you know, course. people can say it's here. Like yeah. we can turn around and say, right, it's fucking shit. We think it should be scrapped. It's They're not, not going to scrap. scrap. Not gonna no, scrap. It ain't going anywhere. Ain't like I said, scrapped. it's too much money. Too much money's so, involved. So it's we're now at a point where it's like, do we continue moaning about it? Which yes, we're gonna continue moaning about it, 
it's fuck all you can do. I watch it. I watch Premier League years now, yeah. Yeah. And I look at some of the goals going in and I'm thinking, I can VAR, that'd be off. That'd, that'd be, be off. off. Yeah. That'd be off. Right. That wouldn't exist. Yeah, you do, didn't you? Um just getting back to your squad, starting eleven. See, that's I purposely didn't do a starting eleven because I fucking got no idea. Um Alright, I'm going Pickford in goal. Mm-hmm. What formation are we are we picking a specific formation or you do you play whatever, whatever. you want, mate. I done four three three. You done four three three. Yeah, I yeah. Think that's what I'm gonna go. So I'm gonna go Stones and Mings, center offs. Yep. Guaya's not playing, sorry. Sorry, United fans. You said Mings, didn't you? I said playing. I said Mings and, and I said, yeah, I, did I say Mings or Konsa? No, you said Mings. No, I said Mings. Is that for the fluidity of the left-sided yeah. centre-back? Yeah. yeah left side, and bear in mind, he's been one of the best centre-offs this yeah, he's season. Up, yeah, he's up there, man. He's solid. So he, he deserves it. Um, Left-back. Going to go sure actually. Yeah. I didn't even put him in originally. I put Chilwell in, but I'm actually going to go sure because I think he's been class. Right-back, I am going Carl Walker. I think he's Who did you there. pick for right uh, I think I went Trent, didn't I? I went. I would. Oh yeah, I did. I went. I'm Trent. going Walker. I'm going Walker on form. Trent, yeah. listen, Trent's delivering what he brings is everyone knows, but yeah. I don't think he's had the greatest season. No. And I think Walker's been fucking brilliant. So I'm going Walker. Ah, midfield. I'm going Phillips, Henderson. And then I am going. So what have I got? Four, two. I'm going four, two, three, one. And I'm going Foden. Phillips, Henderson, Foden, yeah. Foden, Grealish. And Rashford. How do I, but I've got to put Sterling in. I don't know how, I don't know how I fit all these in. I don't know how it works because you're gonna have Kane up top, and who do you have behind him? Do you have? I think you go Foden. Foden's gonna be behind, definitely. Yep. And you're too wide. Sterling and Grealish. Nice. No space for Rashford, which is outrageous. I didn't have Rashford in either, mate. Do you know what though? I put Saka in. I've heard a lot of. Oh, you got Saka. Yeah, you don't get any ahead of them for me. There's a lot of people who have been saying about Rashford and potentially not even going, which is ridiculous. But Rashford is like, he's one of your striker right, slash you, you have, midfielders, isn't he? You have, to, you have to take Rashford, man. He's probably the only one in there capable. He's one of them explosive players, isn't he, that can just check, bang, he's gone, you're not mm. a 30-yard, you're not yeah. catching. I don't, I don't think people are paying attention to what his, what his numbers are this season. His numbers are ridiculous. Like I think he's. Do you, do you think though? It's more so because like your boy Bruno, like he's taking the limelight a lot of yeah, off a lot of it. He's taking the limelight massively, and to be fair, he's a fucking joke, isn't he? Yeah, he's, he's nuts, isn't he? He's brilliant, arrogant as fuck. Yeah, he's like, that, like that goes for him. Mm. Do you Who, know what I mean? Like, did you say he was player of the year? You said he was player of the year, innit? Yeah, I couldn't think who said it, me or you. That was I all. Think he could. He could. Yeah. He could Who did be. I say? Oh, I said Gundogan. So, See, I've heard Gundogan. Gundogan. Mm. I don't think Gundogan gets player of the year because I don't think he's done it all season. 
Oh, I like Gundogan, man. He's, he's, he's not, added goals. Does Diaz, right, does Diaz get it? He's goals. Gundogan. If they win the league, does Diaz not get it? No, I'm still... Who got it last year? Is it Van Dijk? Yeah. No, yeah. Henderson. Van Dijk? I think no, it was no, Van Dijk. Yeah, it was Van Dijk. No, it's Henderson. I don't know, mate, but I'm going, I'm going Gundogan, yeah, mate. Yeah, it might have been Goals nice. all season. And then when the thing is, when De Bruyne went out, you think, oh, what are they going to do? And he just steps back up, mate. And then that goal, what's the one? Right, who did, since Dortmund, mate, who did he put on his ass? Who did he put on his ass? I can't oh, remember yeah, And nice. he put him the on his ass. The thing is, Gundogan got eight goals. I think he scored no, eight. Bit, I think he's up. He, he, no, he didn't no, double. Yeah, 12. Yeah, 12. Yeah, he's, he's up, up double. Up 12. But they're all in like, literally probably like 12 in 12 or something like that. Yeah, yeah, I'm just giving it to him, mate. So, <laughs> I'm looking and I'm thinking, he's done it in that, that period. Don't get me wrong, mate. He's fucking, they've needed him to do it and he's stepped up. Foden's been doing it from the beginning of the season. Yeah, Foden mm. has as well. Remember so, when you said Phil Foden weren't as good as um, James did Madison? I say that? Yes, did. Yes, did. Listen, no, I, I didn't. No, ability wise, <laughs> fucking Foden's he, better than all of them, better than Grealish. Don't be a fucking weasel and lie now. Go on. I'm not lying. Could your football pals there? I said, he said, uh, Mason Mount, Jack Grealish, Phil, Phil Foden, or James Madison. You can take two out of the four. He didn't even take Foden. I said at the time, this is now six weeks ago, I said Grealish and Madison because of what they're doing for their clubs. Because at the time, listen, Foden. You didn't pick Foden, mate. You didn't pick, you went all oh, I didn't. But I said, ability-wise, Foden, out of all of them, has it all. Oh, you're such a liar. It's unbelievable. All right. I'm not lying. Bruni so, knows I'm not so lying. So who are you taking now? You're Foden and... Foden and Grealish. But that's where it was. That's where it should have been anyway. All right. Relax. No. And, and you took who? Madison. Yeah, because Instead he was having a good... Le- uh, time with Leicester. The thing is, Madison's class, mate. Yeah, no, I'm Madison, not... I'm not, I'm not, I'm not he's not as good as Foden. Yeah, he's not yeah. nowhere near. At like, the time, he was still dragging Leicester to the second... How harsh is it going to be, though, if he doesn't go to the Euros? Who, Madison? Yeah. Especially if Henderson's not... I mean, I know two that different is... positions, but if Henderson's injured... Mate, do you know who else? Like... Oh, oh that, that's who I put in. Harvey Barnes. We put Harvey Barnes in. Well, he's fucked, that's it, Harvey Barnes. We both yeah. had Harvey Barnes. Yeah, Harvey Barnes. Barnes. Mate, class. He's done yeah. his knee now, though, hasn't he? Oh, is he bad? I didn't see. I didn't know how long he was out for. Yeah, he's done his knee. Oh yeah, we forgot. We both yeah, put Harvey class, Barnes in because um, he's he's really added goals this season, hasn't he? I'm a massive fan of his. Mm. From when he exciting went as soon as he gets the ball, yeah, yeah, yeah. He looked a player, and then he's just come back and just gone. Fuck off, mate. I'm having this position. Cheers. I know. Yeah. Forgot he's about him. Proper player. Man. Oh, actually, that's another fullback because ain't he English? What and Justin have gone? Because he not was yet. not yet. He, he would be. He's, he's another one who's like Lampy. Who will be spoken about because yeah. he can play both, can't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. He plays he's, both he's, positions. He's a, again, he's another one that I think is too soon. And for where, him. where did he come from? Justin. Wasn't it Luton? Yes. He just come out of nowhere, yeah, didn't he? You're right. He just come from Luton yeah. and you're, yeah, go and play. And I've, I've, he's not looked out of place once. I think it's too soon for him, but he's he's in the conversation moving forward. Mm. Do you think that uh, Southgate will take players that haven't played in the qualifiers? That's another one. Because Fat Phillips then goes, doesn't he? Who, Kevin? Uh, Calvin Phillips. Calvin Phillips. Yeah, because I've been reading today about Wan Bissaka, hasn't he? He's been saying he might play for uh, the minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah Congo, because he, he's saying he ain't being picked. Do you think he should be picked? Wan Bissaka? No. no. I'm not Wan Bissaka's biggest fan. I'm really not. Right. Listen, irrespective of Trent having a bad season, Trent is still ahead of him and Carl Walker. So, so why are you getting picked? And Lamptey. And Reese James. We had Reese James. Oh, oh yeah. And Reese James, yeah. And Tariq Lamptey. Yeah, and Max Aaron. Yeah, anyone. Yeah, anyone's really above Fucking one. Fucking hell. Fuck me, yeah. I forgot about it. Oh, yeah. Jesus he played wing back the other day, didn't he? Yeah. He was playing wing back instead of Reese James. Yeah, he played wing back the other day. 
And so. we are blessed with a lot of players now, you know, a lot. Yeah, so let's wrap this one up. Aaron, it's been a pleasure. Not you, you ginger prick. <laughs> that, that Aaron. Aaron, it's been a pleasure. Thank you, mate. Thanks yeah, cheers. Thanks for coming out, top man, mate. Uh, make sure you follow us on our socials. Yeah, you run them through the socials. I've got two fakes still. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, socials. Uh, Bow the beard, all the underscores. Crazy ginger cabby, all the underscores. Aaron McLean. What's your what's your uh... Aaron McLean official? Aaron McLean official. Can you just say blue tick? Will you just say my Instagram again, please? Just so oh. he listens. Yeah, <laughs> Bo the beard, all the underscores is the guy I'm with gonna, the huge I'm beard. Add it right now. Yeah, that, no, there's no reception here. You won't, you yeah. won't do it. No, I've connected to one as well. But yeah, we're all on the uh, all the uh, podcast, fucking Apple, iTunes, the fucking lot, YouTube, Crazy Ginger Cabby, Deep Joy, get involved. Looking forward to this pub crawl. Lovely. We've got a new recruit. Aaron McLean coming along Central Line we'll be there oh, yeah. and anyone who wants to come Vegas later on in the year cool sweet I'll be there too All right. <laughs> <laughs> lovely stuff gents cheers top cheers, man lads.